0: The Spartan Mind Strength Podcast. The podcast for mental grit and resilience. Hosted by V. Binga and Tim Ganley.
1: Hi everyone, this is V.
0: And this is Tim.
2: And we are in Monte Greece. We just got done picking olives and later today we're going to take them to the press and have them squished. We're going to make about what do you think uh, about... Uh, I
1: believe at least 15 kilos, which is like almost 35 pounds of olive oil. Sweet.
2: Love some olive oil. <laughs> but as we were sitting here talking, we decided that today's talk is going to be on gratitude.
1: Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
2: As I said earlier, we are outside right now in Monte Greece. Mani is basically the end of mainland Greece,
1: the southernmost end. Yeah, the middle finger. The middle finger.
2: It's a peninsula right?
1: Yes it is a peninsula and it has uh, three fingers. Yes
2: (laughs) and we're in the middle one Uh, and we're actually very very close to the end so the as you get further in it gets drier it gets more humid or less humid.
1: Less humid yes the water gets cleaner. And
2: And it also creates the best area for olive oil.
1: Yes. Our olives are of the Koroneiki type, which is considered really, really good for olive oil. But I interrupted you. That's okay.
2: (laughs) Um, So we're here sitting on the side of the mountain. We just got done picking enough to make at least a big... Big barrel of yeah, olive oil. Yeah,
1: about 15 kilos or 35 pounds. Yep.
2: We have, uh, what, uh, 49 trees?
1: 49 trees.
2: And it's been sort of a dry summer, so the olives haven't... And windy. Yep, and so the olives haven't developed as good as they should, so we're not going to have a great batch this year. So no one is getting any free olive oil this year.
1: Nope, no free olive oil. <laughs> uh that we're... doesn't mean no olive oil. Huh?
2: So we're going to be picking well, we actually just finished picking. We're not going to pick the rest of them. We're only going to do the one major group. We're going to be taking them to the press today and get them all squeezed out. Because by squeezing them today, it creates what style?
1: It creates what is called aguraleo, which translates to immature uh, or unripe olive oil. And that is considered the best type.
2: Yep. Everybody is like, ooh, you're getting this. Yes. And uh, there's only basically one uh, press in the area that,
1: that... they
2: only accept same-day olive oil.
1: Exactly. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be delicious. Yes.
2: And we, uh, as we were sitting here picking and chatting, we decided that today was going to be on gratitude. Since this is such a beautiful place, and I am actually very happy to be here, so I guess that's gratitude. But you say gratitude is not just happy, it is...
1: Gratitude is about contentment. Uh, Gratitude is deeper than, oh, I am happy, I'm joyful. It's, uh, It's actually being able to find that satisfaction, that contentment, no matter what. So even if we were not able to get any olive oil out of the olives, just the fact that we are down here, should be enough to make us content.
2: And I'm going to bring this a little bit into yoga. Yeah. This is part of the.
1: This is part of the niyamas, uh, the second one of the eight limbs of yoga the first limb is the yamas the second one is the niyamas and contentment is the niyama santosha so santosha is the sanskrit word for contentment um, and uh and, and it is that feeling of gratitude
2: but that's not meaning that oh I'm happy where I am
1: no that it doesn't mean becoming complacent or non caring means always moving forward by finding that satisfaction by finding joy and happiness with whatever you have because if you do not experience joy and happiness with whatever you have, you are not going to be moving forward. And if we actually believe in the scientific law of energy and frequency and vibration, only if we, need, if we feel contentment, if we feel good about whatever that is, we are going to bring in more good
2: can we bring in more olive oil though Uh,
1: yes because yes if we didn't have any right now next year we would have a lot more if we did not complain about not having any right now but since we have all this olive oil right now and we feel really really good about it it means that next year we are gonna have so much more
2: (laughs) and i'm gonna bring it back olive oil yes Uh, they say that this year we're getting we picked, what, about uh, 12 trees, and we literally got two and a half bags
1: yes, of yeah.
2: oil. Next year, we'll get, two what, one bag per two trees uh,
1: one, if, yeah, if we exactly, get enough Yeah, exactly, yes. So yeah. we
2: can be literally bringing back 60 cans of olive oil next big, year. Big, big containers. Cans, yeah. yes. And those containers are 33 pounds. The 15 three pounds, kilo, 33 15 kilos, pounds, yeah. to be precise. So I'll be very content <laughs>
1: yes. with
2: that and so where does Tantra yoga fit into contentment
1: okay uh, Tantra uh, Tantra yoga first of all Tantra yoga doesn't mean sex uh, it could though. It, it could it could and actually people think it means sex because uh, sex sells so sex sells in yoga so what a better way to be promoting yoga uh, anyway Uh, Tantra uh, means expanding your consciousness if you break it down the Sanskrit etymology of the word Tantra means to expand so Tantra yoga is about expanding the consciousness and Tantra yoga says use whatever tools you can that work for you in particular in order to expand expand your consciousness in order to feel more connected with yourself and your community so those tools can be rocks can be reading the scriptures can be mantras can be playing a musical instrument uh, can be like a sound therapy Uh, can be uh, sexual intercourse in a specific way uh, can be practicing yoga can be picking olives
2: so we were doing (laughs) some tantra earlier
1: exactly (laughs) Uh, so that's tantra yoga by expanding your consciousness you will be able to feel more content more at peace and then that helps you experience gratitude
2: so we're going to break this into the crystal aspect of gratitude yes and we'll be right back to talk about which crystal
1: oh it's a surprise stay tuned
0: do you like what you hear the spartan mind strength podcast is available on apple podcast and all other popular podcast destinations please subscribe today and consider leaving us a rating and review. It helps us spread the word and help others find our content. Don't forget to leave a comment and any questions you may have. Tim and V would love to hear from you. And we're back. The stone is...
1: Larimar.
2: But first, before we talk about Larimar, who brought us this?
1: The Crystal Factor International.
2: Hint. By Laramar from them. So tell us about Laramar.
1: Laramar, Laramar is a relatively new stone. Well, the stone is not new, newly discovered, and it was officially discovered in uh, the 1970s uh, by a person in Dominican Republic, and uh, it's it's not often that I say that, but Larimer is not actually a Greek word, but it
2: is, there is a city <laughs> well I
1: can make it be yes. Greek. Uh, Larimer, uh, the stone was named by the person who discovered it and uh, he named it uh, after the first four letters of his daughter's name which is Larissa and Larissa is a city, a ah. beautiful city in Greece, so
2: somehow it is,
1: yes and uh the latin name mar for a sea uh, uh. because of uh, its beautiful beautiful gorgeous color so Laramar comes from larissa and sea and uh, it is a very very rare stone uh, even though uh, it's, it mainly consists of pectolite and pectolite is a very very common mineral but this color of uh, pectolite is is not common and laramar gets its color because it has more copper or cobalt instead of calcite. What makes it so amazing other than it's beautiful blue with some brown and even Doesn't it ha- also
2: have hematite, hematite yeah. yes. yes
1: and even hematite nuances in there what, actually
2: I like it with the, the hematite in yes. because it makes some really cool lines we got that one piece that is just gorgeous
1: exactly and those colors actually scream combination of a fire and water yeah so ayurvedically speaking the two main elements that this stone screams out are fire and water that's why it is so perfect for working uh, towards any pita balancing
2: do you hear apollo in the background <laughs> yes
1: <I know. laughs> so they're
2: here and you'll see the pictures of apollo uh we have several dogs that have been following us around all while we've been here they run up the road with us they run back Mm -hmm. when we show up at the uh, olive grove one comes down that just comes out of nowhere but i digress because i just heard him in the background Uh, yes
1: and apollo uh, to digress even further uh his uh, two eyes are different colors yes so his one eye is that perfect blue and Uh his other eye is reddish brown yes
2: (laughs) and apollo rode a dolphin. yes (laughs)
1: apollo in ancient uh, greek history yes Uh
2: wrote a dolphin which is uh the dolphin stone which is larimar
1: larimar is also called the dolphin stone
2: but i digress i'll let you jump back into (laughs) why it's fire and water
1: it's fire and water because of what it contains and it's color and also because it is formed uh, by volcanoes it is formed by volcanoes near the water so it has those strong essences of fire and water in there so back into PETA uh, the PETA bioenergy the bioenergy governed mainly of uh, fire and water needs to be kept in balance and you can keep it in balance uh, through food through practices through stones and laramar has been identified as the perfect stone for women during our very special days and also as the stone to calm any anger and direct it towards creativity so take that fire that pita and instead of allowing it to become even more aggravated turn it towards creativity use that harmony of the water element
2: so if I get this correct if you're more pita in your body or even in your thinking and you're trying to balance yourself out yes you should maybe wear Laramar.
1: yes wear Laramar, carry Larimar in your pocket have it at a place where you're gonna see it daily as a reminder uh, and Larimar does make beautiful jewelry and yes. w- one of uh, my most favorite pieces contains Larimar
2: yes it is a gorgeous gorgeous stone Larimar Is the dolphin stone
1: and also
2: okay?
1: Go ahead. Oh, you no, no, go ahead. (laughs) And also called the Atlantis stone. That's where I was
2: going, (laughs) anyway. So it's the dolphin stone, which is uh, Apollo wrote a dolphin. Yes, and because see, I'm bringing it back to Greece. Uh, Some people call it the Atlantis stone because they believe that Atlantis Atlanta
1: Atlantis was near the Dominican Republic where the stone was found.
2: But they're also now saying that it was here in near the southern tip uh, of Greece.
1: Peloponnese, ah. yes, towards the, the south Peloponnese. Uh, but also they say that it wasn't just a tiny area, that it had, there was a main area with colonies.
2: So it could be Dominican uh, Republican and here also.
1: Exactly. So, so
2: it is Atlantis.
1: Yeah, for me, (laughs) we are in Atlantis right now. (laughs)
2: Picking olives.
1: Picking olives with Apollo's help, who came as a dog with uh, the most beautiful eyes ever.
2: Yes, and uh, I'll jump into that. They say in old times that the gods would come to Earth as dogs to see how people treat each other.
1: Exactly, and how they treat them.
2: Yes so always pet your puppies
1: Mm -hmm. that's why i treat all dogs cats and all non humans with the utmost respect
2: we'll be right back to talk about a latin word
1: for um uh, gratitude it's a surprise stay tuned
2: we're still here Sitting on the side of the mountain over near a road, so you might hear a couple cars go by. It's getting busier. Everybody down here is picking olives, so a lot of the olives are being transported back.
1: It is the season. Yep.
2: <laughs> and there there are bags of olives on mopeds to trucks to cars with trailers. So it is a unique view from the mountain. We're gonna talk about a Latin phrase which is
1: Memento Mori. And it translates to remember that you are going to die. That's a little (laughs) more. It is. It is. Uh, But uh, but it has it it has a very very deep meaning and actually an extremely uplifting meaning. Uh, In uh, in Stoicism they used to say well, they still say it but when they first started talking about it is that uh, life becomes way more simple and way more enjoyable if you remember that there is an end to it in other words life is full of surprises good bad is it's, it's full of uncertainty but the only thing that is for sure and it is no surprising at all is that we are all going to die sooner or later so since we are all going to die sooner or later that tells us that our most valuable asset that we are going to lose for sure is time. On this earth right it's not even health health is not our most valuable you can asset. always get health back exactly love is not our most valuable asset you can always find love whatever your definition is none of this is money is not belongings is not time, time because you can never ever ever get it back and you can never get it back whether you are talking about this particular moment this minute or this second right here right now or this life as we understand it so remember that you are gonna die and you better enjoy every moment until then make the most of it
2: and this also falls into the Upanishads they talk about this also so it's not just stoicism it is the Upanishads it it
1: is the Upanishads yes this human experience should be treated with the utmost respect the Upanishads said in a different way the Upanishads said quit trying to learn more and more and study more and more and find enlightenment and start experiencing
2: experiencing is what we're here for
1: exactly honor your body honor your feelings honor your thoughts honor your emotions And that's
2: that's why Shiva and all that came to the earth right yeah to experience
1: to experience this life in different forms this is why the twelve gods of ancient Greece were taking different forms right to experience this life they were jealous of the humans mm-hmm. because humans were gonna die,
2: and they, that's one of the things that in most religions they say that that's why we are so precious. Uh, yeah, it is because we will not be here. Yep. Every second really does count, and that's why you should be have gratitude.
1: Exactly, gratitude, and and I i love this word but i also kind of not despise but uh, the use of the, the commodity use of this word kind of turns me off because say oh i'm so grateful for this this this
2: but they really are they
1: really aren't and then they turn around and be all miserable about something so that's like temporary gratitude gratitude should be for the time that we have right here right now how are we going to use this moment without wasting it and without later on regretting about it and that's why sometimes people say well you know to say live your life as if you're gonna die well that says don't care no it's not it's not it's respect it respect this life because you're not gonna get it back respect this minute
2: it's you should live your life like you are going to die tomorrow but you should also live like your life like you will live
1: forever like you're gonna live forever exactly that's the key
2: so Uh, if you only do half then you're missing out on the experience
1: exactly exactly you are missing out on the contentment and gratitude and then The bigger picture this human experience memento mori a legend has it that uh, in the Roman days uh, when the Roman Emperor would uh, be about to celebrate a victory uh, that during the celebration they would have a person right next to them reminding them not to get too crazy about it that they are gonna die so they
2: don't get a big head
1: uh, exactly so it is all also about controlling controlling our thoughts feelings and emotions being in charge of them not allowing them to take over whether good or bad so whether we are about to bitch or get angry about something or where are you
2: allowed to say uh, bitch on
1: a podcast uh, yes okay. it's uh, <laughs> or whether we are about to to celebrate and let our ego you know run all crazy we should remember that with time is limited and we only have this life and not be addicted to our emotions
2: yes and that brings us back to the Tantra again yes the Tantra is and we talked about Laramar. how can you use Laramar for tantra
1: so one of them uh, one of the easiest ways to use Laer and I believe it's necessary is anytime we get anxious upset overwhelmed angry anything like that anytime we experience a feeling or an emotion that we are not proud of It's a good, it's a good practice to remember that we can turn all that into creativity. Uh, And uh, one of my most uh, favorite lines from uh, a movie is uh, anger gets shit done.
2: (laughs) You're just cussing like (laughs) crazy today. (laughs)
1: So, <laughs> I don't know if I'm
2: going to keep you down here in the middle finger.
1: <laughs> so, so remember to use Lyaramar and direct any intense negative emotions into creativity. Expand your consciousness. Look at the bigger picture. And don't let your emotions take the best of you remember don't allow don't allow your time to be wasted any minute that you are not feeling good and you are you feel like a victim of your emotions you are wasting your time and you are wasting this lifetime that's it. those are 5 10 15 minutes a day or whatever that you are not gonna get back and it adds up and it adds up use it creatively allow Laramar to remind you to not waste your time your most precious asset away
2: when we were in Weston and you were teaching the 300 hour there you did a meditation in the Tantra aspect looking at a stone can you explain that a little bit
1: uh so what a simple way to do is um you you hold your stone in your hands with reverence reverence and respect for the time and for the stone so preferably sitting comfortably but with your spine tall and you look at the stone you look at every aspect of it and especially laramar is is stunning and then you close your eyes and you bring that picture of the stone back into your mind so you allow your mind to be filled with the image of the stone and also if you want you can do that while repeating uh, your favorite mantra in your head i prefer to i i prefer to do one thing at a time to not multitask so i would just focus on the stone spending time with the stone then bringing her or his image back into my mind but if you want to combine it with a mantra... You don't have to
2: combine it with the mantra. You, don't. you can do the mantra separately exactly, also.
1: Exactly, exactly. Uh, you can go ahead and do that. And the mantra is part of the tantra yoga also.
2: Yep, it's mantras just are, another yep. tool. Yep. Yep. So what, what mantra would you use?
1: Uh, I would use, for the case of gratitude, I would use the so hum... Uh, which is uh, spelled S-O-H-U-M, or Hamsa, which is spelled H-U-M-S-O. There is no right or wrong. Uh, the so Soham or Hamsa mantra is the mantra that is the closest related to our breath, to our life force. Our time. Our time. Like, we, we lose our... Uh, Breath, we have no control over our breath anymore. We've lost our life force, we've lost our time on earth. Very nice.
2: So, today was all about gratitude. I'm sure we could talk about gratitude even more, but we got to get this oil or I'm sorry, (laughs) these olives to the oil press. So, if you all liked our podcast and you like our podcast, (laughs) uh, Thank Neil from
1: Uh, Wild Style Media.
2: He's been our coach, and we just finished our last last coaching uh, with him. Yeah. Uh, But he's still doing the other work for us. Yes. But if you like the podcast, thank Neil. If you dislike the podcast, (laughs) thank Neil also. (laughs) But he can make you a better podcaster. And that is, again... Wild
1: wild Style Media. And uh, his link and all the information will be in uh, our uh, Facebook group, Spartan Mind Strength. Until next time, much, much love from Mani and both of us. Namaste kala. May we all be well.
0: If you found today's show helpful,